Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 29th day of December. Welcome. So great to be here with you today. Today we are jumping into back to the Book of Revelation. We are in chapters six through eleven, continuing on with the New International Version for this week. I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a loud voice like thunder, "Come!" I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. When the Lamb opened the second seal. I heard the second living creature say, "Come!" And another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, "Come!" I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures, saying, "Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine." When the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, "Come." I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, "How long, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood?" Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little while longer, until the full number of the fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth, as figs drop from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up. And every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and everyone else, both slave and free, hid in caves among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, "Fall on us and hide us from the face of Him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it?" After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land, or on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea. Or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, one hundred and forty-four thousand from all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, twelve thousand were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, twelve thousand. From the tribe of Gad, twelve thousand. From the tribe of Asher, twelve thousand. From the tribe of Naphtali, twelve thousand. 
From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. From the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. From the tribe of Levi, 12,000. From the tribe of Issachar, 12,000. From the tribe of Zubalin, 12,000. From the tribe of Joseph, 12,000. From the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, They are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. When I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel, who had a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense to offer, with the prayers of all God's people on the golden altar in front of the throne. The smoke of the incense, together with the prayers of God's people, went up before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth. And there came peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up. A third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain, all ablaze, was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and on the third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the trumpet blasts about to be sounded by other three angels. 
The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. And the star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. When he ordered, when he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or plant or tree, but only those peoples who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes. During those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails with stingers like scorpions, and in their tails they had power to torment people for five months. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in the Greek is Apollon, that is, destroyer. The first woe is past. The other two woes are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates, and the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour, and day, and month, and year, were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood. Idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud, with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll, which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what the seven thunders have said, and do not write it down. Then the angel I had seen, standing on the sea and on the land, raised his right hand to heaven. And he swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, 
the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants the prophets. But when the voice that I heard from heaven spoke to me once more, Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar with its worshippers, but exclude the outer court. Do not measure it, because it has been given to the Gentiles. It will trample on the holy city for forty-two months. And I will appoint my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days. Clothed in sackcloth, they are the two olive trees and the two lampstands, and they stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during that time they are prophesying, and they have power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. Now when they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them and overpower and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the public square by the city, the great city, which is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, where also the Lord was crucified. For three and a half Days, some of every people, tribe, language, and nation will gaze on their bodies and refuse them burial. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and will ce celebrate by sending each other gifts, because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. But after three and a half days of the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and terror struck those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud, while their enemies looked on. At that very hour there was a severe earthquake, and a tenth of the city collapsed. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake, and the survivors were terrified and gave glory to God of heaven. The second woe is past. The third woe is coming soon. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there was a loud voice in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and within his temple was seen the ark of his covenant, 
And there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a severe hailstorm. Father, I thank you that your word is true and it is good, that only you alone are worthy. We've read this whole Bible this whole year, and I thank you that we have seen the pursuit of man trying to really test, you know, is the Lord good? Is God good? Is he worth pursuing? And we see time and time again that you are who you say you are. You're word is good and is true and your nature is kind and true and good and if anything there is a constant theme and a constant pursuit of you after your people and declaring and showing them that you are the only god that you are the only king and i thank you that we can read these stories and claim them as our own we can see ourselves in these stories and we can choose to say that was a good enough reading for me i'm not going to go that way i'm not going to test those waters or we can say okay i'm i'm going to test this and wrestle with this just as they did but lord i thank you that this whole year we have sought after you and we have found you and i thank you that um that's the truth of who you are that is the truth of your very nature and so we praise you in spirit and in truth. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. So I had mentioned this yesterday, and uh, I want to go ahead and mention it again. But starting the December, <laughs> the 10th of December, on the Daily Audio Bible channel, um, my dad has thoroughly gone over all of the, the breaking down of um revelation and he reads it not as um collected as we do because you know we're it takes us four days to read it whereas his is a little bit more um spaced out so starting on the 10th of december you can go back and listen it's at the very end of the podcast after the prayers and it's a great resource for you to listen and um and to kind of get a better understanding, a better grasp of what it is that we're reading. Um, and that's just a great source. So I could, you know, I could sit here and try to re-explain it all, but I would not do it justice. And it's already right there for you. And so I would definitely encourage you to, to listen to it. Again, it's a little bit more spursed out as ours is very dense, um, our readings are. So you may have to do kind of listen to a couple of them to get caught up on everything that we just read. So I definitely encourage you to utilize that as a resource. But that is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, Deb C family. This is Laura from New Jersey. And I am just feeling very blessed and my heart is very full. Um, and uh, I know that God has answered a prayer that I made a couple of years ago about trying to read through the Bible and finding a community and learning how to pray. And I've just had to step back and um, listen to the prayers that all of you make and all of the prayer requests and knowing how a community works to just hold each other up and to carry each other and to... Um, 
and to encourage each other and to pray for each other. And um, I'm thankful for this group. And I just wanted to call today because I'm thinking of Christmas and uh, the season and um, how thankful I am. And I pray for you all through this Christmas time and everything that everyone is going through. Amen. Hi, Debsy. This is um, Brooke calling from the Midwest. This is like my fifth time trying to do this because I have tears running down my face. So um, bear with me. But um, a year ago today, my sister was admitted into the hospital. She was pregnant with twins and she gave birth uh, very prematurely. And we weren't uh, really sure for a while there if they were going to live. Um, and then it was a few days after that, that my younger brother, he was actually admitted into a mental hospital and, um, put on suicide watch. And it was a very dark time for my family. And I called in and asked for prayer and you guys, uh, you guys answered and... Um, today we are celebrating my niece's first birthday. They turned one on the 26th and they are doing so well. And my brother, I, he is also, I think, doing so much better. At least I pray to God that he is because, you know, with mental illness, you just, you can't see it. But he just seems happier this year. So I think he really is doing better. And I really, truly believe that it is because of your guys's prayers, the power of your guys' prayers that got me and my family through such a hard time. And so there's so much to be grateful for this year. And I just had to call in and give you guys an update and just say thank you to everybody who prayed for me and my family. <laughs> thank you guys. I love you so much. Hey, good morning, my Dabsey family. It's a rainy Friday, December 23rd, and this is Blessings Flow in Pennsylvania. I wanted to leave a prayer for Adrienne from Maryland as she travels today to right outside Boston. And she's visiting family and leaving some of, uh, I think, her fur family at home. God, we just pray I'm right now over her for protection, over her and everyone that's traveling up 95 and down the highway. Um, I just pray that these roads would stay safe, that they wouldn't become slick, that there wouldn't be any accidents or incidents, that you would just still and quiet her anxiety, um, just cause there to be peace and much joy um, in her heart as they travel to Massachusetts, Lord. Just pray for all the dabbers and the dab seers, Lord, that we may be filled with hope. Um, God of hope, would you fill us with all joy and peace and believing that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is something only you can do, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It's been such a joy and gift to travel alongside this year with you. Howdy, family. This is Darren from College Station, Texas, and I was calling to reach out to y'all to uh, request that y'all come in agreement with me in prayer for my wife and my marriage and my mother-in-law. So my wife is Vietnamese and was raised Buddhist. And we have been married for about 15 years. 
and I have finally uh, reached out to my wife's mother and requested that she release her daughter, my wife, uh, from the chains and the bondage that she's in right now of serving Buddha so that she can seek and search, seek and search out Jesus. Uh, so now that I have, uh, made this request of her, I ask that the Holy Spirit take over and that y'all agree with me in that. I appreciate you family. Bye for now. Thank you.